I am Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always is Bricks Oglesby. Welcome, it's the music hour. Hello. Hello. We're back. Took a, took a bit of a break, because we had other podcasts to do. Mm-hmm. All the one. It, hey. But, uh, listen, one one filler episode of JoJo really throws a wrench into... Yeah, you should call David's Productions and say, hey, I've been wanting mm-hmm. to hear about the funny band of Riv- River for two weeks. R- Reviver. River the band. <laughs> River the band. If you ask me any time before the last two weeks, it, it was the band known as River, but it is technically Reviver if you think about it. If you, when you think about it, it's Reviver. Um, what did you think of this one? I liked it. It, it whips ass. <laughs> it, it whips ass and it fucking shreds, dude. It like, shreds. It fucks. It's pretty. It's loud. They yell. It's good. Uh huh. Well, see you next time. See you next week. <laughs> it was it was nice to have the extra week with it because I was prepared to talk about it last week. So then uh-huh. I just had this extra week to just sort of like, you know, sit down, sit down with sit the down crew. Sit down really, yeah. And just think about my seams. Uh-huh. You know? Uh, so, Reviver, American punk rock band from Olympia, Washington. Uh, Wikipedia tells me the band tours frequently and their shows are characterized by energetic performances as well as defense of gender equality. So That's pretty good. Does anybody yeah. have concerts that are like not energetic <laughs> i know this, this band is known for having concerts that fucking suck dude this band is known for being low-key and boring that's probably anyway. what it says on like bob dylan's wikipedia page if i'm being yeah, completely yeah, tbh on online today uh and this is the first of many uh punk bands that i listen to that have two singers uh-huh two of uh, them. one erica freeze as i learned yes uh, she's the one she's the one singing like on the spider song yes 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 she's and the, the other singer maddie pissing. And stuff. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> piss and holy, piss and holy water. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. A- and the other singer, Maddie Joe Canino, uh-huh. formerly of the band Ladderman. Yes, the band uh, I love. And I learned this recently after doing research for this album. Uh, Maddie Joe, uh, I found this in an interview with Noisy, uh, identifies as genderqueer slash trans femme. Yeah, I also learned that the... this morning when I was googling the band. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, and the article was written. Uh, because one time, uh, formerly, uh, Maddie Joe, formerly of Punk News, they ran a extremely funny April Fool's joke. Okay. Uh, with the headline, Ladderman Reunite, change name to Ladder Person. All right. Do you get it? I do, I do get it, but I don't like it. <laughs> I, I don't like it. And then in the interview, it's, um, Maddie Joe, she's like, the, the interview is like, did that bother you? And she's like, it's a bummer because like, one, it's just like a lame joke, kind of, and it's literally just attacking me. Yeah, <laughs> like kinda. none of the other dudes in the band are gender nonconforming, so yeah, uh, kind not of a great. bad one, kind of a bad one. But uh, yeah, as Wikipedia told us, this album is about like gender stuff, so not the experts on it, uh huh, on the lyrical content. But I can say that, it, as we mentioned before, it fucks and it slaps and it rips. Yeah. Yeah, there's some stuff on this album I don't have any first-hand experience with, but I also, you know, don't know how to fucking shred on the ones and twos, but I uh-huh. also like that. And I like uh-huh. I like the rest of it, too. Uh, Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Oh, wait, first before song. we start, they do have an oh, album okay. called... They have an album I found out called The Joster Sessions. The, the Joster Sessions. <laughs> so, we received some correspondence Okay, I just regarding wanted to make sure, because I Googled Reviver and Google said, Hey, Brooks, do you want to see this? They have an EP or something, and it's called The Joster Sessions. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I'll save the joke for uh, the person who sent in. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's know. that's fine. I just it made me lose my fucking mind. We will be checking in with the Joester sessions. Okay, later on. Great. Uh, first song on here. Hey Kim. Hey guys. Uh, the seam. Sometimes four lines is all you fucking need, baby. Let's go. It's really good intro like the the lyrics it's all what is it like a two minute and 30 second song the lyrics don't start to like two minutes in yeah yeah yeah. and, and yeah usually, one of the lyrics w- is like we don't need words to sing so it's like yeah you don't it's, it can mostly be guitar if you're true and it's just like the the huge build up and the drums it's really good also they do the thing a lot where like old, older riffs and lyrics like appear later on in the album like a callback thing uh-huh and it's that's good to me anytime i hear it I do, so this, uh, 
So we we here at Funpoint LLC, we enjoy to follow along on the the famous page known as Genius to sort of get lyric interpretation. For this yeah. album, it all the lyrics are in all caps. It's in all caps, no annotations, which is very very valid. <laughs> yep. I w- I wonder if it was just copy and pasted like from the band website. It seems or like it was from their band camp, just like straight up. Uh huh. Which is pretty good. I also let's see, let's see who the two contributors are. <laughs> uh, Pressburg and Troy plays bass. Thank you. Oh, pretty good. To our two friends, yeah, drummer Stevo's friend. Yep. <laughs> There's some really good woe owing going on in this one. It's all over the place. Like, it sounds like an outro right in the intro at the very end when they're like, whoa, oh, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. It's fucking good. Uh, There's all of these, ri- the riffs are so catchy through this whole album. There's some fucking chunky riffs on this one. Uh-huh. And this this song, it's basically like, a l- like, I wouldn't expect this kind of intro from a pop punk band, because uh-huh. the music usually isn't, like, that complex, but right. it manages to, like keep your attention the whole like i'm I'm not like okay let's start the the song you know like it sounds good the whole time so you put this in pop punk rather than sort of pure punk is that yeah true i guess i mean whatever punk is when you you can't understand what anybody's saying and you can kind of understand what they're saying in this one yeah that's what it means in my brain so Uh that checks out it's good um but yeah it's like just the like, intro song, rather than just being, like, introduction. Like, there's not that many lyrics in it, mm-hmm. but I think it, it starts off It works. Good. It tells me it what works. the band's about. Uh-huh. And they there's the repeating motif about the seam, which, like, I don't... All right. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. The seam, it's, it, it pops up now and again, you yeah. know? It just makes me think about... Well, it just makes me think about <sighs> Zipperman, but okay. I don't mind. Awesome. <laughs> God. I wish. I wish Zipperman was here. <laughs> also, we later on, we do have the Hunger Suite, so that makes them prog. Yeah, the hunger. Hey, man, I like the hunger sweet. That's a hunger pretty fucking. It's a good. I don't know what any of it means, but I like to listen to it. It's good. Uh, let's go into the next song, LMD. What's this, this riff? The, what's the this riff one in this means? One, the riff is so good. The oh yeah, 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 that one's good. Woo! It's so good. Um, but what's it stand for, though? I I don't know what LMD stands for itself, love, but it's just kind of me, like Dad. <laughs> police. <laughs> uh, I guess this was just kind of like putting up with shit, you know. It like was, you got to deal with it. I would, but like, you got a fierce light, and you got to let it shine bright. One of I think maybe my first run through a brick wall parts of this album is is when one of the singers just, like, they're singing together, and then one of them uh-huh. says, you want to take a piss in holy water? You want to take a piss in holy water? What a very really good, good, like, first solo voice line. Yeah. Because up until now, I think they're both singing at the same time, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. like, the whole time. Yeah. Um, And I, I think they did this a lot in this album, where they kind of do the, like, it's not verse-chorus, verse-chorus. Like, they do a couple verses and then the chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's always good, because then when they get to the chorus, they're like, They got your name, boy, like a little decoy! Like, it's really good. It's a really fun chorus. It's kind of, it's like a, a lot, it's a boppy, like, flogging mollies kind of vibe. It's very fun. Can I say, what I, you know, I love a big chorus. You do. A I'm lot, a lot of them on here. There's very few here. small choruses on this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wrong Way, One Way has the biggest one to me. Um, but. yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll co-sign that. <laughs> co-sign. Agreed. Um, I like the, uh, just cause the, the, like, way the lyrics are written here. In the first verse, like, because the pigs and the priests and the roots and the chiefs, they got you. And the roots and the chiefs are in quotations. Uh huh. <laughs> so. That's British voice, the roots and the chiefs. <laughs> fucking Arctic Monkeys Gomper came back. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I'm here for this one. Quick, Gomper, we need two names for bad people. Ah, the Roots and the Cheeps, thank you. The ru- uh, ain't they, mate? Ain't they? <laughs> um, yeah, and a lot, like, a lot of the songs out here are just like, listen, you're, you're gonna go through some shit, but you got, like, you're strong inside, and you can do it. You know? Yeah. So, look them in the eye and let those high beams guide you. Let it shine, you know? Yeah. It's good. I like it. This is... Probably one of my favorite songs on here. It's one of the ones, it's one of the ones that like, when I, just like last week when I was just sort of having my own sort of 
chill time with the album instead of listening all the way through. This is one mm-hmm. of the few that I kept coming back to because the chorus is really fun. Uh-huh. Um, as I was listening to it, I was like, I was thinking that this album is kind of like front loaded with all the big slappers. And then as I listened through again, I was like, actually, no, that's yeah, wrong. Yeah, that's not it's totally like, true. It's just because it slows down at the start of, like, the Yeah, there's a, there's a middle part where it's just kind of, like, it's a little more laid back, and then they, they come back with the heat. Yeah, like, in part two, when you... It's the fucking most Sami Zayn no-exit <laughs> run through a brick wall. <laughs> yeah. Like, a lot of this... A lot of these songs are, like, very circle pit heavy. Yeah. But that that, that one is just, like... We are gonna fucking destroy every. Also, um, which is weird because I know, um, Maddie Joe would always get a lot of shit for being like, don't mosh at our shows. Because, like, it hurts people. I love any singer who says that shit. Like, Joyce, yeah. Joyce Manor got a lot of shit about, about that also, where it's like, don't fucking stage, stage dive at our shows. Like, we have, like, young, small mm. people at our shows. Like, please don't do that shit. And everybody's like, oh, this is, it goes against everything punk stands for. Yeah, like maybe- which is me being able to do exactly what I want, <laughs> yeah. regardless it's of anything else. It's weird how that lines safety. up perfectly. Yeah, like, I think, um, I mean, I could be wrong about this, but one of the main reasons Maddie Joe left Latterman was because of that, like, we're trying to make, like, a safe environment for everyone to have fun, and we're talking about, like, gender and equality, and, and the then going said, to the show. Uh-uh, no. And then going to the show, and it's just all fucking huge guys with beards and trucker hats who are right. just, like, punching each other. Yeah. Being like, this is, uh... I don't like... I mean, listen, if you're if you're a big punk guy and you like to punch another big punk guy in the face when you listen to music, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, more power to you. But it just makes yeah. me love concerts where you have assigned seats so much. I know. I get love to, sit to have a ticket that's not general admission and to just One of my favorite down. things to do is just to sit down. I fucking love to sit, dude. <laughs> just in general. I can't, like, if WrestleMania was general admission, I might be a little disappointed about going. But now, yeah. I realize I'm gonna get to sit for eight hours and watch Randy Orton, and I say yes. Exactly, yes. This is this is the exact way I would like to enjoy this. You should always be able to be eating nachos when you're enjoying entertainment. Not only, not, like, so not sitting down, you're standing the whole time, and you have to constantly have your fucking spider senses up that, like, a foot is just gonna fly into your yeah, head. Yeah, I, I wear glasses. It's untenable. Um, I must, I've definitely mentioned this before on at least one of our shows, but one time I was at a Bomb the Music Industry show, um, and one of my friends who, we're not friends anymore, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was like, come on, man, like, you gotta stage dive, like, you gotta go wild, and I was like, fucking whatever, and during the middle of the show, I started getting a fever, Cool. so I was like, already not feeling good, but I'm like, alright, fuck it, whatever, I'll stage dive at the Bomb the Music Industry show. gotta do this for Jeff. Show. And I'm like, I'm I'm just a little boy anyway, so I'll be able to, like, they'll be able to support my <laughs> Nobody weight. care me. No, nope, I'm a little boy, nobody care me. <laughs> Which you'll find out they don't in a minute, because yeah. I left off the stage, <laughs> and rather than, like, a sea of hands kind of, like, breaking You were expecting fall, a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, everybody lifting their hands to the sky to catch you. Yeah, what, instead, what came up was one single fist, which hit me directly <laughs> in my dick. That's so, pretty good. I mean, it did technically stop my fall. That's but, a sort uh, of Johnny Knoxville style, like, <laughs> hey, welcome to the fucking one-man stage dive, and then they just jump off stage and Dave England kicks them in the dick on the way down. Like, that's... Yeah. So, you did a jackass so I, stunt. So then I had to walk home, and it was like, uh, I forget, it was like, probably around March, so it was like, at, at night, so it started to get cold, and I didn't have a jacket, and I had a fever, and my dick was punched, so... <laughs> And then I had to take the train home to my aunt's house for 45 minutes, so... Pretty good. Anyway, Bomb the Music Industry is good, though. It is good. It's... <laughs> we love a summer vacation. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, next up, we have a spider song. Which, as far as I can tell, is about fucking a spider. It's probably about fucking a spider. Which, it is one of the more sexual bugs. I mean, there is the praying mantis. That's <laughs> never mind. I retract my statement. The horniest hey, bug is the praying hey. mantis. What's the most sexual bug? The most sexual bug. Yeah. Oh my god. Is it a praying mantis or a black widow? Oh. Or mega heracross? No, I was gonna say like a lightning bug. Lightning bug. Ooh, you like to set the mood. Like. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. I like that one. Thank you. Yeah. What do you think? Praying mantis. Because doesn't the woman kill the the guy bug? So does the black. I know, but it's, I mean, it's up for, you know, interpretation, like. Yeah. 
Lightning bug. Thank you. I think lightning bug. Okay. I'm, I'm looking at Mega Heracross, though. I don't like him. <laughs> I think he fucks, though. Mega, you know, uh, yeah, Mega Heracross and Mega Scizor. Fuck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but, uh, Mega, um, wait, did I say Mega Scizor? Because I meant Mega Pinsir. Oh, let me, let me just look at Mega Pinsir real quick. Mega Scizor is incel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mega Pinsir fucks. Yeah. Yeah, Mega Pinsir's a fucking freak. <laughs> uh, this song's good. This song's good. It got my first sort of taxidermy fox reaction of the evening when it was like, you can love someone and still just uh, still You can love someone friends, and just not like, stay friends. Yeah. I was having a fun time about a song about a spider. And then it's, and then it's like, yeah, people, people fade away and change. And then I became the taxidermy fox. It was good. I do like the little, like, there's the little fills, um... During, it's like, um, like, uh, and uh, I forget exactly what part, but it's like, she'll say a line and then the guitar goes like, like the little muted part. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. It just, sound, it just sounds really good. It is nice. Um, so yeah, this, it, uh, this song is what we call a, uh, a metaphor. Hmm. So kind you don't like think the, it's just sort of, a, just about, they saw a spider and they wanted to sing about it. Uh, I, I mean, hey, you never know, you know. I think well, Joanna Newsom would do that. Joanna Newsom would, like, but it would be she's like... She's got a lot of metaphors, too, but I think she could also just write a song about a spider and a web that she saw. Yeah, and there's also a bird, like, and looking the at it. And the sparrow, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I do like the line, I used to imagine that you disappear while I became a crone. That's pretty good. Y'all well, mind I if I a crone. become a crone? <laughs> um, so yeah, this one's kind of, like, the first part, like... You you can love someone and just not stay friends. Uh-huh. Like people change, and then you know stuff like that. And then at the end, kind of like a self reflection one. Like maybe I'm the one who changed uh-huh. because I know I've woven a web of my own. Uh-huh. You know, so I'm the maybe I'm the one. Who, I I I'm Varys the spider. This I'm is spider. How he talks. I'm. We are all. We are all spider. I, d- I don't remember exactly, but my last note for the song is the last part of the song goes up to 11 and it rules in all quotes faded away. Is that part good? I wake and it's all faded away. Yeah, that part's really good. It's very, very loud and strong. Woman, a web of my own. Yeah. Yeah. That part's fucking good. Really good. Um, yeah, and this is, there's very few like solo singer ones. And this is one of them. Uh, Erica's like the one singer on this one. They usually do both. Uh-huh. But it isn't just her song. So, I don't know. Just fun fact. Fun fact. Um, another band that's like that is the Lawrence Arms. One of my favorite bands. Okay. And I, we haven't, I haven't picked them yet because one guy, he just has kind of like a kind of like deep, like whatever, like regular guy voice. Uh-huh. And then Brendan Kelly comes in and he sings like this. Oh, which sounds, is good to me. Hey man, sounds good so far. Yeah. You're so selling I like me it. on this band. On on the Lawrence Arms. Yeah, it's a regular guy and a guy that's fucking and the sings guy that, in that, sings in funny Eddie voice. Yeah. That's why they're my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> my two favorite things. Uh-huh. <laughs> um being regular and being Eddie. My two favorite y- things. <laughs> Um, yeah, hey, guess what? This one's really good. Yeah, I'm beginning to think this is a good album. Uh, next up we have another song, but this one's Old Dogs. They slow down a little bit for just a minute. Cloudy skies and little eyes. Oh yeah, that's um, how it goes. Oh, dogs will bite. Uh, also this, I forget, there's one song where I, I think it was this song. I thought the w- lyrics were Old Dogs Will Die. Okay. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. But it's old dogs will bite. And I'm like, I guess that also makes sense. <laughs> they will do both. Um, also, uh, looking through the lyrics on Genius, I do like at the um, like last chorus, it changes to dogs with a Z. So punk, dude. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> so punk. You gotta. You gotta. How does the, there's one part, you just keep dancing to the music, yeah? How does that part you go? You just keep dancing to the music, yeah! Thank you, okay, because yeah, I was that, like, I was guitar like, solo. I, I met, I left a note to myself last week where I was like, have Eddie remind you how that part goes, because it's good. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, like, unexpectedly good solos on this. Yeah, sometimes they just change the that? tempo, and then they go into a solo, and it's good. Mm-hmm. Um... 
Yeah, yeah, like the first, it, this is, it's, I was gonna say this is where it starts to slow down, but it's not, because wrong way, one way is next, and that's like the most ripping shit I've ever heard in my life, so. Uh-huh. It's um, really good. It's really good. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Old not, like, this, this, yeah, this one's pretty good. Like, not one of my favorites, but not bad. It's the, it's the match, you know, it's, they, can, they can't all be AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Eventually you're gonna have to have a match where you cool down a little bit and you get ready for the next song to kick you in the teeth. Yeah, eventually you have to have an Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah, you have to have two before, of them, uh, and we have to watch both of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to Rockway One Way. Yeah, dude. This song is so fucking good. It's really good. Don't worry, nothing Like, if I were a 16-year-old punk shithead, I would love to... And also, I wasn't scared all the time. I would love to, to pit to this mm. song. It's very strong and fast, and it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, I think they do the thing again, like, they don't do the chorus right away, so it's, like, a big build-up to it, and then it's the biggest one on, that's the wrong way, I don't want to rest it. and then the guitar, like, the, it's so good. Uh-huh. Like, when your fucking chorus, like, riffs are catchy, like, you got it. Yeah. Um, and also, this is the most, like, one about gender. Yeah, I really I was- that was the like I'm I'm usually like the the genius user because I'm very bad at picking up on like motifs or whatever. But this one I was like, this one seems like it's about like gender and stuff. Uh, I, I I just like the so uh, it's like the first words of it. Someone's always trying to tell me who I am, who to love and who to fuck, and now it's time to pay the rent. <laughs> like <laughs> just that just fuck the landlords too. Yeah, like gotta get them in there. Yeah, they're straight up like uh, don't fit full of shit, struggle with identity, and it's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I do like um, if you look through the ge- the the genius when it's like uh, when it feels like you've been tamed, start screaming your true that part's name. That really fucking good. And it says your name here. See, I was, I, the first time I listened to this album, I, I was like, I was listening along while reading the lyrics. And like, mm-hmm. the, it's like, yeah, it says like your name here. What they're trying to say is that's where you scream like your true name. Yeah, cause you just hear it, it just sounds like, yeah, like, like everyone yelling. Yeah, like which it. is so fucking cool. And it was uh-huh. like, it, like it, it actually like, I fucking spit out my big cup of coffee and I was like, oh, that's really good. <laughs> Because uh-huh. I was expecting for them to go, your name here! <laughs> I'm glad they did the cooler version. Uh-huh. Um, hey, you can hate me now, but I'll stick around. Yeah, you can hate me now, but I won't stop now, Nas. <laughs> Don't fit full of shit, struggle with identity. I like the full of shit in parentheses. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, this song fucking rips, like. Yeah, it's a highlight. It's, it's great. Yeah. Um... I mean, I, I, that's basically it. That's like, pretty much, yeah, a lot of, I mean, it's fucking episode I mean, they're all, they're all like three minute songs. So we're, yeah. we're not in, in like Joanna Newsom territory, like. Yeah, we know. don't have to like explore like what Ursa Major means on this one as much. Uh huh. It's just about kind of being like, hey, listen, be who you hey, are. What you're doing, it's good. You got it. It's good. And you're gonna get shit, but listen, stick around. I just want, I just want to be me, you know? Yeah. Damn, it's true. Yep. Um, next up, we have Big Lie. Big kick drum in this one. We love the fast kick drum on this one. Is this, I think this one has a saxophone in it. This one might have a saxophone in it. Where do you think the saxophone comes in? Um, oh yeah, it's, it's, um, near the end. It's like, so what if I'm dreaming impossible dreams and I fly by? And the saxophone comes in like, wow, wow, wow. Uh-huh. It's, I, there's also another fucking big horn later. I think it's a tuba on the Hunger Suite. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like a tuba. It's probably a tuba. I love, um, to, I love to be a pop punk band and I travel with my big tuba just for like one fucking pump of it. Mm. For one song. <laughs> I do, um, the one part, uh, it's like one of the verse, uh, when the verse is, she's like, the band keeps on playing, no idea what they're saying. Yeah, same. I was like, yeah, relatable. I got that one. Yeah. But I have been in that position. Uh, I don't think we ever get, you know, what the, the great big lie is. Right, but we do believe that, it sometimes. Uh. It's a great big It pulls big you down lie. until it's, the lightning strikes. Yeah. yeah. They um, also say the thing on this one. The, the title, There's Beauty Between the Lies? Yeah, they say the beauty between on this one. 
What my favorite uh, dumb thing that me and Kim always do is anytime a title drops in anything, we just stop and look at each other. Uh huh. And that did happen any like yesterday when we were watching us. Yeah. Like I, I forget specifically when it happened. When the but... yeah, I mean it's in the trailer. It's not a spoiler. Like when the little kid's yeah. like, "It's us." <laughs> yeah, we just stop and look at each other. There's also it wasn't. I'm not going to spoil the movie Us for you. Don't worry. But there's there's literally a part where a character says the words "Get out," and I looked at the people I was with and I was like, "Ah, huh? he also he did, did that one." Hey, did, remember, the, the keys, car keys. It's a thing he does. Yeah, it's a motif. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention briefly. I'm sorry you have to hear this, but there were two. Uh, specific instances, one near the very end, kind of, and one, I forget when the first one happened, but near the very end, like, resolution of the film, someone in our theater decided to take, like, a big hit of weed. Ah. So. Bummer. You know, the best part when, like, the plot's being explained Yeah, like, the cool things that happen around the the closing period of time in the film, not spoiling the movie for you. (laughs) Yeah. What if it was a 4D experience? Our, I didn't know this. We reserved the tickets in advance, and we conveniently got into the, the theater that was like, these are fucking, like, big boy rumble pack seats. Oh, you got, like, big D-Box AMC-style fucking move move you around when the things are happening kind kind of seats. Yeah. Oh, pretty so, good. Uh, so I have, I have, I'm so my fucking, I'm watching this movie and my fucking junior mints are flying everywhere uh-huh. because the, rum, the rumble in my seat is too powerful. <laughs> How are the junior mints, though? Uh, pretty good. Oh, nice. My favorite movie snack. I think, uh, you know, if you know me, you know that yeah, about yeah, me. Yeah. So, um, the popcorn, every time we go to the movies, me and Cameron are like, let's get popcorn. And then we spend the entire next day on the toilet. Yeah. So, never learn. Did you hear that one day ago, uh, according to the Chicago Tribune, Judge tosses Junior Mint's fraud lawsuit alleging that the boxes are deceptively large? But that's, like, every... Like, you have to go after yeah. everything. You have to go after, like, Lay's potato chips, then. You have to, like... I mean, the box is deceptively large. Yeah, but yeah, anytime the, you go to the movie... Dude, anytime I go to a movie and they're selling those boxes that just have a little tiny baby bag in them instead of just being full of the treat... Ooh, that gets me uh-huh. good. <laughs> I thought you, you... Your, um, like, treat of choice was the, the pretzel bites. Uh, yeah, I like the pretzel bites, but, you know, I'm a candy boy, too. Uh-huh. Every once in a while, Ooh, yeah. If I, if I go to a, a movie theater and they have some tropical Mike and Ikes, you better fucking believe I'm hopping on that shit. Ooh, they they had the uh, the fantasy Coke at this theater. Yeah? Uh, it's always a treat. Yeah, yeah, we like it. Anyway, let's talk about this album again. Yeah. Uh, next song, Paper Thin. Paper Thin. Uh, this one, this, this is the first one that's like okay to me. Because it's not fucking 830 beats per minute. Oh yeah, yeah, this one's like a chill one. There's like actual yeah. like... Like regular paper singing thin, instead of yelling sing, at me. Paper thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we yeah we will eat the whole world with our eyes if you think about it. Mm-hmm. It's daytime and the sun shines in your eyes. Yeah. Um. This one is just kind of like the other ones are more like, hey, like shit is happening to you and you got to deal with it. Right. This one's like, hey, let's just kind of like do it together. You yeah. Know? We're in this together. The other songs you're, kick you in the teeth, and this one just, like, it, it flosses your teeth really hard, so your gums bleed a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, everything good dies, just feel that bloody warmth makes you alive. Yeah. It's good. We're, we're, we're here together. We're yeah. in this. Yeah. Yeah, this is, like, the um, area of the album that, like, we were talking about earlier, where it's, like, it starts out really fucking strong, and it ends really fucking strong, and then parts to the middle are just kind of, like, they're all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one of the old. But, like, I get it because you can't have fucking every song yeah. be LMD. Like, yeah. it's not. And it's, it's, al- not it's also, like, hard tenable. to, like, because you have 14 discrete songs on here. And, like, this is the part of the album where, like, I'll listen to it and then I'll kind of zone out and I'll realize that I'm listening to, like, two songs down the line and I have to be like, oh, fuck, wait. I needed to listen uh-huh. to Paper Thin to have opinions on it. Yeah. And it's. Um, a lot of them still pretty good. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're at the halfway point now. Yeah. So let's check in with the uh, the Joester Foundation. We don't. We yeah. We don't have a name for Fun Point for our Patreon segment. If you if you the fans know one t- that we can call it, please. Yeah, please let me know. Patreon.com/slash Post Game of Thrones. Um, if you donate to us there at one dollar a month, you get all the bonus content we do, including Carry Me Home uh-huh. next episode coming out next weekend, and it'll be about Ace Ventura when nature calls. 
the, the funny racist one. The funny racist one that has a couple of good non-racist jokes in it, also. Yeah. Um, and recently announced there will be a new Patreon-only <clears throat> podcast called Words and Deeds, in which I will explain Metal Gear Solid lore to Brooks. So. It's gonna be a fun romp. Roy killed it with the art. Roy fucking crushed it, dude. It's so good. Please go go find Roy's uh, punished social media accounts and give, <laughs> give Roy all the money you have. Uh, um, so to, to kind of give a, a teaser, I, I don't think I've even told you this yet, but because you know basically that there is a man named Solid Snake and there's also a big boss and that's it. Yeah, I want. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was thinking I would like I was gonna tweet out when we announced it how little I know about Metal Gear. I know way mm. less about Metal Gear than I knew about JoJo when we started Yada Yada Boys. Like, <laughs> so I'm gonna how how it works is I will send Brooks a few uh, chosen clips to kind of give him enough as I basically enough as I want to. <laughs> uh huh. Because I like if you just watch the whole three hour like here's all the cutscenes back to back like then you just know it. Right. So I want to give you give you like a bespoke selection of scenes. Yeah, I'm I'm good at sense making. I can sort of figure out what's if you give me just mm-hmm. a little uh, just a smidge, mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. I can paint a big picture with it. And um rather than just be like go over the whole games, so the way it's going to work is we'll discuss either a, t- a an event, a topic or a character yeah. from the series. And I will let you know now that the first event will we will be discussing is uh the Shadow Moses incident. Okay, now I know which, the stage from Super Smash Brothers Brawl that has uh-huh. called Shadow Moses Island. That's all that I know about it. So it's basically the major plot events of Metal Gear Solid 1. Now I know about Moses. Okay. So maybe Moses will be there. He might. That's probably in like an Easter egg. Man, I'm looking know. at this fat dog that's on our on our album art. It's so I uh-huh. love that dog. I don't know what it is. <laughs> that's one of um, Solid Snake is canonically a musher. Yeah, dude. Uh, so, so it's one of his. Um, oh, like an I did a ride, like a dog racing person. Yeah, not to give you too much information, but I think Solid Snake was going to run the I did a rod like two days before they were like, "Hey, come do Metal Gear Solid One." <laughs> Like he complains about not being with his huskies. Oh, okay. So that's good. I like um, as just a bit inside information. Um, I was like, yeah, put a husky on it. And Roy was like, wait, is that the dog with the eye patch? And I was like, no, you're thinking of uh, D Dog, <laughs> who Venom Snake rescued in Afghanistan. This is so. It's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to this project. <laughs> yeah, uh, D-Dog was rescued, uh, uh, you know, during the events of, uh, was the Phantom the, Pain. The dog was, was the dog named after D-Day, the famous military event? Uh, the, the big boss's, uh, military group is called Diamond Dogs. Okay, I have heard that phrase before. That makes sense. And they have a cool logo. A lot of cool logos in this series. We're gonna do a whole episode just about the one part where the one guy spins the guns really fast, the pistols that he has. That part's good. Revolve, revolver Ocelot. The Revolver Ocelot is gonna be like a three episode series. Okay. We are not getting to Revolver Ocelot in one hour. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Okay, so there's that. Uh, at five dollars a month, you can, we'll give a special shout out every episode. Uh, this week's special shout-out is to our newest patron, Rain... Rainer? Rainier? Sorry for, if I don't say it right, but thank you. Thank you. Um, and we do, I believe, have a message. Uh, I didn't... I believe this... Yeah. Uh, this one kind of bridges both Fun Point and Yada Yada Boys. All right. So, it's the most recent one, so we'll, I guess we'll do it on here. Uh, this one says, Why did they call it Limp Biscuit and not Stardurst Crusaders? Hey! Uh, this one's from Kyle, by the way. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> Thanks for reading my bad joke and for all your jokes since I started listening last year. Bring on the bad show. Yeah, let's go. We got three weeks. Really, let's do it. Really, I'm dreading it. <laughs> In fucking nine weeks, we're gonna know. We're gonna know exactly how the books end. Exact the exact. We're gonna know exactly how the books end. Uh. So that's at the five dollars. At ten dollars, you get all that plus special user status in Discord, and I'll create a Fire Pro Wrestling monster for you for when we do those streams. I'm gonna commandeer our Patreon money just so that I can get Brian Cogman to reactivate his Twitter account. <laughs> Mr. Cogman, how much will for eight thousand dollars? I will start again. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com/slash Post Game of Thrones. Thank you. Uh, next song up, 
We have rain spell. Rain spell. Don't fucking say to be patient. This heart is hurt and it's profound. It's like, damn, that's a good way to start. It is good. This is probably the song that I understand the least, though. Uh, who is in, in who is gray? Of, who is Mama Kitty? Tell me now. I I think that's kind of like a fucking like Broken Bones Matilda, uh-huh. like a, the the slick rat. You know, it's just like yeah. a character. It could either be a made up character or someone very close to the band members, and we're yeah. just like roasting. Them. Yeah, like AJJ does that shit sometimes, where like uh-huh. Sean will just like sing about like some person named Tony, and it's like okay, sure. Like, Brian Fallon, no matter how many times you mention them, I do not know who either Wiggs or Maddie are. So please, like... Yeah. <laughs> please make everybody in all of your bands just Nameless Ghoul, please. It makes yeah, it a lot easier. A lot easier. Nameless Ghoul Guitar. And I'm like, okay, I know who that is. <laughs> My favorite guitarists are Slash and Nameless Ghoul Guitar. I do. it. Um, recently on Ghost Tour, when they play If You Have Ghosts, they do the band introductions. Pretty good. And fucking, fucking Papa, he goes to everyone, he's like... Uh, on the bass, making your hips move and sway. A ghoul! <laughs> and he just does that for literally every single member of the band. I, I, I like the Papa. Papa's, Papa's very good. Papa, Papa catch a barracuda. <laughs> Papa come on fun point. Papa come on fun point. Um, yeah, so, let's see, what's this, other than being about Mama Kitty, who we don't know who that person is. Um, a lot of, there's one part was like, I can smell her carcass rotting from a thousand miles away. It's yeah. Like, don't, this one seems a bit, uh, I, I, no annotations, so I don't know who they're talking about or what this event, like, inspired, but it seems very personal, so I don't want to make too many jokes about Yeah. Uh-huh. And I also don't know what all the punks at VVK means. Let's see if I can find VVK. Maybe it's like a uh, if festival. If that gives me anything. Nope, no idea. That's fine. I mean, they're from, like, Oregon, or Washington, so it must be something out there. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, just the lines, like, don't fucking say to be patient, this heart, this heart is hurting is profound. Just, like, the shit I'm dealing with is real, don't tell me just to, like, yeah. you know, suck it up, you know? Yeah. Like, it's that's bad to me, let me that's say it. it. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of one of the more pessimistic ones, but... It's, it's like, how can we learn to count on anything when everything we want in life is bound to end? Reviver is hungry, and they're going to the hunger suite soon, so they're in kind of, they're hangry. They are quite hangry. Um, let's go on to the next one, which is Ocean I, Song. Let's talk about Ocean Spell. Oh, no, Rain, Rain, we just talked about Rain Spell. Now we're going to Ocean Song. Oh, yes, Ocean Song. Explode out of the ocean! Hey, man. <laughs> this song... Don't be mad at me. This song is a squirt guy post. Okay, can you, can you elucidate me on this one? Yeah, let me just pull up Okay, Cupid. You could just mm. put these lyrics into any part of the squirt guy sort of Okay, Cupid. Oh, page. hot cheats, wet cheats, hot cheat, baby, wet dreams, life's baby life's bad dream, fish earth pick shells. Yeah, <laughs> you could. It's, it's squirt guy loves the ocean. It is Squark. <laughs> he loves the sand and he, oh, gotta go. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go in the water now. Yeah, now baby. Feel like, and now I don't feel like there's anything left inside of me because, you know, I had the biggest Oiga mom across yeah, the room. I'm so. getting honey just thinking about it. Have to jump in the water, boy, oh boy. It's a nice day today. <laughs> what a great guy. Squark, I come on fun point. I'll talk about any album he wants to talk about. But you know he would come on and we have to talk about like a fucking Rolling Stones album or something. Yeah, he'd be like, "Oh fucking my my slap city is BYOB by System of a Down." It's good. It's good. Um, yeah, this one's okay. Yeah. I I just like the part about ha, hot cheeks, wet cheeks, baby likes a bed. Yeah, that part just it made my fucking squirk eye like alarm go off. Uh huh. Hot cheeks, and, wet cause, cheeks. Cause, because just the way they say it is kind of, like, catchy. Mm-hmm. But the rest is just, like, okay. I don't want to say it's, like, plodding, because that has, like, a negative con- connotation. Yeah. But it's it's methodical, let's say. It's, yeah, you could say, if you were a pro wrestling announcer, you would say a methodical pace. Uh-huh. 
the cerebral assassin of Ocean Song. Dude, I was thinking the other day how funny it is. It, I've been watching wrestling for 20 years, and it hasn't, it didn't hit me until this week how funny it is that one of the main biggest wrestlers of my lifetime calls himself the cerebral assassin. <laughs> and he's just like a big guy who comes up to metal music and hits people with a hammer, and he's like, oh yes, I'm the, I'm the brain assassin. But he's also the, the king of kings. I'm the trickster god. <laughs> It's time to play the game! Like name, his name is Hunter. <laughs> he's like, I'm a cerebral assassin. And he's a good guy. We're cheering for him at WrestleMania. Why are we cheering for him? Because Batista came back and he beat up the 90-year-old man of Ric Flair. All I've seen is Batista saying, give me what I want, and then Triple H said, okay, and now they're having a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, pretty much. Thanks, I'm all caught up. Yeah, you like it. Uh, let's move on it's to the Hunger, Hunger Suite. Suite. This Hunger is where, Suite Part here's they, 1. Here's where they start trying to trick you. Yeah. <laughs> the Hunger Suite 1. Go away. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just like that it's called that. Um, this is the longest song on here at a massive 5 minutes and 35 seconds. Yeah. Not as many lyrics as you might think, because a lot of it is just, The pain is never gonna it's, go away. And they say that yeah, a lot, it's, and it's good. It's so good. Um, I got a disease, the guy that you can't see. Yeah, this one kind of, it's not like... I don't know, it's just kind of, like, constantly building up until you get to part two. Yeah. I do like the part that's like, I get wound up tight, like the snap on a snare, and then there's a little, like, do-do-do-do-do, like Uh a little drum thing. It's really good good when they're, like... So, like, this whole album, they've been very mad and loud, but Mm -hmm. this song, it's good, because they're still mad and loud, but they're also, like, slow, and they're building, and it's like... for anyone! That's kind of, like, the... The theme through this, like, basically the rest of the album. Yeah, it's Hunger. Yeah, Hunger for Anyone. This album's well. about the Adventure Zone. Okay. Because the... Hung- I, gotcha. I haven't... Now, I have only listened to Balance, but I'm pretty sure it's about... The hunger. It's about... It's just about being real hungry. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the pain's never good. Oh, and this is... This is the one with the tuba. Where it's get it's getting to, like, the last... Uh, cor- last part. Like, the pain is never good. That part. Uh-huh. But before, there's a big, like... It's really good. Just two toots, and that's all you need. Two big tuba. And I think it's in, like, the background for the rest of the song, but it comes in by itself, and it's very unexpected. Yeah. It's good. Oh, it's good. Uh, But let's go on to part two. Bleed Out. Bleed Out, the fucking... But listen, <laughs> like, oh my god! My only note for this song is, and I quote, dude, fucking huge guitar. Huge guitar, big drum. This is the moment of violence yeah. of this album, where it's just basically the song you just did, but what if it was very, very fast? <laughs> yeah, they put on hyperspeed on Guitar Hero 2, uh-huh. and they fucking... Yeah, tur- they tur- tur- hit turbo on the controller. Uh-huh. Uh, and this, the drums at the start of this one, I just start, like, sweating. It's, it's ridiculous. real good. I'm even, like, looking at the lyrics for this one, and it's like, oh, there are lyrics in this one? Damn, I forgot. Because as far as I know, it's just the drums and the guitar. Yeah. Just looking like... <laughs> I'm T-posing and, like, spinning at an, uh, like, uh-huh. unsustainable rate. It's the only way to be in the pit. Um, it does also have, near the end, magic's not gone from the world, it's just harder to find. Which is just like Game of Thrones. I was about to say, just like Game of Thrones, it's not that there are no true knights, yeah, it's just that the glass candles are burning, they say. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so now you're self-tier and sins, and if you bleed out, that's just fine. We've all got some blood on our hands and a hunger inside. I like it. Yeah. I like, I'm just like I'm just like Kermit nodding, <laughs> like yeah, yes. pretty much. Like uh, like all of the like since all of the annotations, like there's no annotations and they're all just like caps. Like every stanza looks kind of like a Jenny Holzer poem, and I'm I'm yeah. just like yeah, it's good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, this one's it's like a minute and a half, and it just you got you gotta listen to it. <laughs> That's my recommendation. Just listen to the drums at the start, then go fucking ape shit. Yeah. Um. And then part three, the hunger sweet three hunger. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's it's a get it's like I think it's like two minutes wrong long not wrong two minutes right um, two minutes right to me and it's just kind of like basically a reprise of the first part where it's like hunger for anyone it's just kind of that uh, like a few times but before. there's also some metaphor going on because Ooh. so the thing is like poison and everyone and everything we want to be well we want to be well 
kind of like poisoning the well. Yeah, huh? it's like, and they're 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 saying like we're literally being like a source of poison. Do you get it? Because you poison the. We want to be the source of poison, the well. Uh-huh. And it's like we're changing. You know, it's like changing like your perspective, Deltron Automator. You know, third eye. My friend, the Automator. Here he is. <laughs> It only took him until to find track bulbs to show up. <laughs> he was playing the tuba. Yeah, that was him. He he gave us the big bomb bomb. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. So then, uh, last song on here, Party Queen. Yeah. There there is a small elephant song in the middle, but it's just it's just instrumental. Oh yeah, I was wondering. I was like, why does this go from twelve to fourteen? And it's an elephant song. It's just kind of like a thirty second yeah. like punished elephant, punished elephant. Yeah. Um. That kind of leads into Party Queen. And I really like what they do. Like, the song itself, like, I will never be like, I think I'll listen to Party Queen right now. That's weird. But I it, did say that this week. Yeah? I like um, it. Because it just references, like, the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. Like, it's about, like, it mentions the webs and, like, uh, the seam and, like, you know. Yeah. Right down to the seam, the rain keeps pouring down on our dreams, the beauty in between. They mention the like, old gods, which they keep referencing Game of Thrones just for us, which is very nice. The old gods, that. not the new, though. Well, yeah, because they're so, the old ones that aren't real. Ah. Uh, um, this is d- definitely, like, a good way to close the album, because I just like when everything ties together in a nice bow. Uh-huh. Big fan of that. But yeah, if, if I'm like, I'm going to listen to Reviver, I'm going to put on fucking Wrong Way or, like, LMD or Spider yeah. Song or something. They also, they, they do, uh. they pull some everything went numb shit at the very end where they end the song with almost the album title, but not really. Like the, the last beauty thing, in between. They say the beauty in between at the end. And it's like, uh-huh. that's so fucked because it's like, I can never remember which Streetlight Manifesto if it's everything went numb or goes numb. And goes is a song. Right. Cause it, that's, because it that's fucking, on fucking goes. goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the, that's the easy mnemonic, mnemonic to remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, I love a, I love an, I love a closing song that just like, it's very like the world is a beautiful place. Like there's like the vocals are like yowly and the guitar builds and they talk about uh-huh. our powerful things with only ugly words and then they talk about God and then it gets very that's, loud. That's a, that's a really good line. I like that one. Yeah, it's really good. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the beauty between Reviver. beauty between folks. It's good. I was very happy to listen to it nonstop for like the past two weeks. Yeah. So, good album. I'm sure, it was to me. it was fun for Kim to get in the car and be like, "Oh, I wonder what we're listening to today." And then it's like, "Oh, I guess it's." Anytime Kim gets in the car, I'm like, "Oh no, Rush is on again." Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we have to listen to. Oh no, is La Villa Strangiato playing again? Oh damn, damn! Got to take this bad boy into the shop. Fix this. Oh shit, we're we're. Don't worry, I got out of the car while we were 13 minutes into 2112, so we only have 16 <laughs> more to go. Uh. So we should get to the Wawa by then. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's Reviver. Is it Hoagie Fest between. up there? It is. I don't believe. God it. Damn Kim, it. is it Hoagie Fest? Oh, shit. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any. I haven't heard any songs. Don't or worry. Something. I'll Google it. Yeah. Okay, please. Uh, let's get the producer. Dude, if they had uh, fucking Here Comes yeah, the Hoagie Man on Spotify, that would be on Slap City. Um, all I know <laughs> is that they're four ninety nine. That's Hoagie Fest. I know, that's the only thing I can yeah. find. So the sandwiches are four ninety nine, but it doesn't say They, they do do that every now and then. How about I do Hoagie Fest, comma, when is. <laughs> uh-huh. There you go. It's usually in the summer, It's in the though. summer. Yeah, summer. Okay, god damn, I just, I miss it. This is kind of like the pre-show to the Hoagie Fest. The yeah. Hoagie Man is not yet here, but... Yeah, the Hoagie Man we, is... We herald, we herald The Hoagie his, Man is an eye. Yeah. <laughs> um... What the hell comes first? Slap City. We love Slap it. Slap City. All right. Spotify is uh, currently opening for me. All so right. let me check the uh, the list here. Um, I went first last week. All right. So you're up. So this one's, kind, this one's kind of a stretch, but whatever. It's podcast, baby. Um, mm-hmm. So Reviver, it's all about, you know, you bring something from the past back to, nor- back to normal, regular. You bring it back to okay. the fore. So what I did is I went back. Doros of Mir, I went- the Red Priest. <laughs> The Reigns of Castamere. I went back to a prior fun point and I pulled an artist that we talked about and said was good, but didn't put them on Slap City yet. So if Ooh. you, let me take you, let me revive the album Acid Rap by Chance the Rapper. Where okay. We talked about the famous the rapper of No Name and how she's very good to hear. So uh-huh. I'm going to put Diddy Bop by No Name on Slap City because I've been listening to it for the last three weeks and it's very okay. good. 
I have to ask, is this on Spotify? It is. Oh, oh, it's, it's not, it's, it's not a Chance the Rapper song. It's, yeah, it's a no name. No name. Okay. And Uh, featuring Cam, Obi, and Rory. It's very, I've never heard this song. It's very like, the, the beat is very chill and good. It's very good. Thank you. Thank you, no name. Uh, so for my Slap City pick, as uh, previously mentioned, Matty Joe of Reviver used to be in a band called Ladderman. Yes. And Ladderman, the song I'm about to put on Slap City is, to me, undeniable top three best pop punk songs of all time. Oh, it's damn. It's called Fear and Loathing on Long Island. Okay. It's like two minutes long, and it whips ass. And just imagine it. Imagine he being like fourteen years old uh-huh. and hearing the lyric. I know we'll be okay one of these fucking days. All right. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> big nostalgia. Big everything. Perfect. Huge chorus. Catchy. It's great. Top three pop punk songs of all time. I am firm on this. All I don't right. know what the other two will be, but it's in the top. Yeah, three. we'll see when they come up. Uh, that's Slap City. Slap City. Thank you for... Well, it's us. We did it. So thank us, yeah. I guess. Thanks, Eddie. Uh, thank you, Brooks. Uh, right. let's get into questions. If you have a question, you can... Oh, fuck. This WrestleMania page is still open. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> uh, if you want to send us a question, you can send us an ask on funpointcast.tumblr.com uh, or send us an email at funpointcast at gmail.com. Uh... First question this week comes in from Tumblr user Magnificent Sapcaddy, who asked, In sort of a reverse, my father tuple moment, uh-huh. I recently found out that my mom thought the song Werewolves of London was called Where Was the Thunder? Ow, despite, where was the despite thunder? The fact, despite the fact that she knew the song was about werewolves and London, and that the <laughs> chorus was Ow, Werewolves of London. <laughs> when I first told her she was wrong, we got into a heated debate over it. Have you ever been insistent that a song or anything else is named something besides its actual name, despite the evidence? Uh, the only one I can think of off the top of my head is that Kim's college roommate thought Mustang Sally was Mustang Salad. That's also very good. <laughs> Kim, I think Kim has one too, but she left the room for the moment. That's so okay. If she comes back in by the time we're done recording, yeah. I'll ask. I just have That's this the thing. Only one I could think of. I have this thing where Werewolves of London and Sweet Home Alabama are the same song. Uh huh. Just because they also always... also the fucking Kid Rock song about smoking funny things. That's yeah. It's got Sweet the Home same, Alabama. and you don't you hear the bam 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 bam, and you don't know if it's going to be the Werewolves of London band or if it's going to uh-huh. be Child Rock, where he comes in and he says the he starts to sing. WWE uh-huh. Hall of Famer Kid Rock starts to sing. You don't know if he's coming or not. This was especially terrible during the LimeWire days. Oh, Because yeah. people would, like, talk about Streetline Manifesto again. There's a song on uh, Everything Goes Some called If and When We Rise Again. Yeah. And it would always be labeled as color-coded quotes, because that's uh, a lyric in that song. Don't you look at me with all your color-coded quotes. Color-coded quotes, yeah. yeah. Also, another one, um, a Coheed and Cambria song, A Favor House Atlantic. Yeah. Which is, you can find it with 800 different names, because they never say a favor house Atlantic in the song. Right. It's always It was always labeled as, like, Bye Bye Beautiful, because that's part of the chorus. Mm. Or, like, fucking Good Eye Sniper or something. <laughs> it's my favorite Metal uh, Gear character. Good Eye Sniper, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, th- that's, like, in my... I, I don't think I've personally ever done this, but I've seen it a lot, and it always gets me... At this point, who anyone who calls the song Baba O'Reilly, like, I don't care. Like, oh yeah, that's yeah. You, you can call it teenage wasteland. It's fine. Yeah. Uh huh. 
See, I just did it. Bob O'Reilly is the actual song. Yeah. Teenage Wasteland is the not the name. Um, but whatever. I don't care. I know what you're talking about. Um, let's see. Next question comes from Tumblr user Kernielk, who asked, The guy on the cover of the He Is Ghost single looks like Star Platinum. Thanks. Okay, He Is Ghost. <laughs> he Gotta Is see Ghost. Let's see. Uh, images... Does kind of oh, look like Star okay. Platinum, huh? It kind of looks like a a very even more angular Star Platinum. Yeah, it's like how Araki would draw him now. Uh yeah, and just like I do how like he the would pictures draw Holly of, now. I do like the pictures that come up of Papa in the video where he's in the white suit. Yeah, he looks good. He looks really good. <laughs> um, I mean, damn, he does. Like, you can't deny it. Damn, he does look good. Uh, and finally, we have friend of the show, Maxie Bajillion, who asked, Go ahead, Mr. Joster. <laughs> Darby yeah. the Gambler, as he lets Reviver into the studio to record the Joster sessions. Yeah. You gotta. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Max. I gotta listen to those now. I haven't because I was focusing on this one, but I really want to see how the Joster sessions went. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, funpointcast at gmail.com, funpointcast at tumblr.com. Thank, Thank you. you for your questions. Uh, and now we move on to the most exciting part of my life. <laughs> when Brooks picks the next album we'll be listening we to. We like it! We like it. We do like it! Uh-huh. So, uh, let me take you back to, uh, it's the year 2007. Are we rocking the universe? We're not rocking the universe. Okay, I just need to tell you every, so before, uh, every, like, fun point week, that Friday... I'm like, oh my god, this is the week we rock the universe. We're not rock the universe for probably a couple more weeks or a couple more okay. turns. I feel okay. like I don't want to build it up too much because the thing is, I'm only going to pick good albums and you're going to like it, and then it's going to oh, be okay. Yeah, of course, I should know. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not going to give you fucking like jars of clay. I'm going to give you like something good. Okay, I we're going to go back to 2007. Where you were an age, and you went to the movie theater to see America's favorite coming-of-age teen comedy film, uh, written by Diablo Cody. Um, Juno? It's the film Juno. Now, okay. so we're not doing the soundtrack to Juno, but there's a song from Juno. Do you know it? The Juno song. Um, they sing it. Like they sing her it to and, and Michael... And Michael Cena sing it. Yeah, they're very they. Yeah, Michael Cena. He uh-huh. he. They sit on the porch and they sing a song, and it's I about don't remember what being the song a part time lover and a full time friend. And the monkey on your back is the latest trend, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so okay. that's from the band The Moldy Peaches. We're not okay. doing The Moldy Peaches. We're doing. Okay, you kind you're swerving me here. Yeah, I'm taking you on a journey. But this okay. is typically how I like introduce her to people. So we're doing an album by Kimya Dawson, who's one of the oh. two singers of The Moldy Peaches. Okay. And we're doing her 2011 album, Thunder Thighs, which... <laughs> okay, it's a good... <laughs> it's a really good album. It's... 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 It's a fun grab bag. There's... there's I'm looking through here, and I see features from both Aesop Rock and John, John Darnell. Yeah, there's a lot going on <laughs> on this one. There's ballads, there's hip-hop, there's a song about pro wrestling... Okay. There's, it's, you're gonna There's find- There's a song called I Like My Bike. It, that's a song about how she likes her bike. Okay. It's really, really good, and it's one of my favorite albums, and it has at least one song that does make me cry every time I listen to it. Okay. It's good. I'm excited. I've never listened to Kimmy Dawson before. Yeah. Isn't, isn't Daniel Bryan friends with her? You might- Okay, so he, there's actually, so, so to preface this album, I do actually have like, bad news and good news about it. Okay. Okay, so, like, actual unironic bad news. Like, Kimya Dawson and, like, Aesop Rock used to do, like, used to have, like, a solo, or, like, have, like a duo project, and, like, I think Aesop problematic? Rock is, like, canceled. Because okay. I think there's, like, a, I don't want to, like, speculate on a podcast, but, like, she's made some statements about how, like, he's not her friend and he doesn't want to talk about her, like, on... Or she doesn't want to talk about him at, like, her shows and stuff like that. So, uh-huh. I think Aesop Rock might be canceled, and I just want to, like, mention that before we actually, okay, well, like, talk about it. Okay, well, put it up front, and then we'll research in the coming weeks. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll make our official fun point statement on the next episode. Yeah. But, uh-huh. good news, reigning uh-huh. WWE champion Daniel Bryan is on this album. Oh my god! <laughs> so, 
Is it clear that it's him, or is he like playing a ukulele or something? No, it's it's his. He he sings backup vocals on a chorus. Okay, I'll be listening very hard for that. Yeah, one. because yeah, they are like close personal friends, and she has confirmed that it's him on the album. Great, incredible. It's pretty good. And I was hey, listening to know, it this Kim, morning. Hey. Do you know Kimya Dawson? Yeah. We're listening to Kimya Dawson next. Oh, cool. Fun point. Thunder Thighs, that's the album. I learned about Kimya Dawson from... Um, say Juno. Was that movie Juno? Yes! Yep. <laughs> Brooke said Say Juno in there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so uh, two weeks from now, Kimya Dawson, Thunder Thighs. I think she has a daughter named Panda. She does, and Panda is on the album. Panda Dawson Duval credited on this album. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Kim with the facts. Yeah. Great production work as always. Uh, and I didn't even have to Google it. Exactly. didn't have to prepare. You just know it. Yeah. That's... Wouldn't it be cool if you like zoomed in on the album and it says like Hoagie Fest 2019 starting? Like it gives you the information. <laughs> it does. It's Hoagie Fest colored. It is that kind of very bright and. It's fun. You know, pops out. There's yeah. There's a song about turtles in this one. Okay. Coco Jumbo making an appearance. <laughs> yeah. All right, two weeks from now, the Thunder Dies, Kimmy Dawson. We'll uh, see you then. Um, next week, uh, we we do actually. I should we is it going to be next in two weeks or no? We won't do fun yeah. point po- in two weeks. No. It's three weeks yeah. until fun point. Right. So I yeah, that's also part of why like I was I would have picked this album earlier, but like it's kind of a longer one, so I wanted to wait until we had some time. Uh huh. So here's the uh, s- the schedule. For just the non-Patreon podcast. Okay, next week, we are doing Yada Yada Boys, as scheduled. The week after, uh, Brooks will be at my house for WrestleMania. Yeah. So, uh, big announcement, we will be recording a big preview episode for Season 8 of Pigot. Uh-huh. Where we list our big predictions and what we think is going to happen and who will sit the Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, look forward to that? Yeah. Um, can I say something? Yeah. Uh, I I did, as a producer, I did look up Kimya Dawson on Wikipedia. Can I read you one fact? Sure. Dawson is good friends with WWE wrestler (laughs) Ryan Danielson. We were discussing that while you were out of the room. Who appears as a guest artist on Thunder Thighs. Yep, that's the album we're talking about. (laughs) That may have been sort of how, why I like sort of came to her music. Like That one kind of jumped out at you, huh? That little fact. Yeah, just a little. Uh Thank you, Kim. There's, like, there's, she posted a video on her Twitter, like, a couple years ago of, like, her, of Daniel Bryan, like, recording his vocals, like, in her kitchen, just, like, in Uh her house. It was very good. Very good. So, three weeks until the next fun point. One week till Yada Yada Boys, two weeks till P-Got. Yeah. So just, hey, make sure you're subscribed to the entire P-Got family of products and you won't miss out on anything. And hey, we also, um, if you're, if you're a member of our Discord family, I've painstakingly put together a little, um, prediction contest for the new season of television's Game of Thrones. And I'm only saying that on this podcast because by the time we do a P-Got, it's going to be closed. Because I want to close, I want to close it before, like, more leaks come out. Yeah. So, like, I'm probably gonna close it at, like, the end of March. So, if you're listening to this anytime soon, pop onto our Discord and do some predictions, and maybe you will be the new Three-Eyed Raven of our community for knowing who will sit the Iron Throne. The Nightman will speak English. The Nightman's gonna speak English. Most people who have filled out the survey so far do think he will speak English, so... (laughs) I think a majority of people believe he will speak in some form. Yeah, literally, 80% of people think that he will say something in some language. (laughs) I can't wait. It's going to be good. Now we're going to have to do the tiebreaker for which episode will the Nightman speak in. Yeah. And then it'll be like how many characters other than Daenerys will say Dracarys and it's going to be good. I am. It's going to be good. See, it's going to be good. Uh, Kim Dawson three weeks from now. Uh, Thank you for listening. Give me some reggae. Uh, Semper funny. Goodbye. Thank you. Uh, We haven't thanked our... Our friends in a while. So thank you, Sinister Gates. Thank you, Slash. Thank you, yeah, Daniel thank you, Bryan. Maddie Joe and Erica. Thank you, Batista. Thank you, Triple H. Uh, thank you, Triple H. Thank you, Randy Orton. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, uh fucking Ophidian. And, uh, <laughs> thank you, Soldier Ant, Cesaro. Thank you, Kim. Everybody at Kaiju Big Battle. <laughs> thank you to El Hijo del Ice Cream. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, uh Simon Dean. Hollow Wicked, Chris Masters, Obarion, uh, <laughs> Icarus, um, R Truth. R Truth. That's all of them, <laughs> basically. 
Yep. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye.